ESPN Denver 1600 presents Clark and Company. Man, we are blast, and it's Bronco Blast featuring Ian St. Clair. Follow him at Ian St. Clair. Read him at Mile High Report. And as we talk about free agent and uh, draft strategy with Ian, we'll tell you it's brought to you by Framed Art. Uh, look online on their Twitter. Uh, or look on their Facebook page. They've got uh, Les Franklin, the Shaka Franklin Foundation, who we support, uh, working to end uh, youth suicide. An Indian head nickel framed with a plate. Look at what they designed for Les and what they can do for you with their computerized mat cutter uh, called Valiani. Uh, check out the Shaka Franklin Foundation as well and support us at their annual Love Our Children Luncheon, info at shaka.org. Uh, and again, sh- Framed Art, 3065 South Broadway, Brian Hart at Framed Art, award-winning framer for all of Metro Denver and all the teams. Governor's office, mayor's office, they all go to Frame Art. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Michael. Hey, uh, you guys are still in business. Yeah. <laughs> there aren't too I'm many I was going to say, guess what? There, suddenly there is never an off-season for talking Broncos. <laughs> suddenly there's, just suddenly there's only an off-season exactly. for talking everything else. Right. So, uh, Ian St. Clair, what should be uh, – well, let's start with the CBA. Do you expect it to pass? Some people are cautiously optimistic. Others are not. If you were a player, what's hidden in here? You know how in Congress they, they pass all these bills mm-hmm. and there's always these hidden – uh, additions to them at the last minute, and nobody wants to build to vote against the bill, and so horrible things get I, written in and get passed. Can I throw one thing what's, in here? What's in? Go ahead, finish. What's in this CBA that the players should really be careful? And why about? do you think you say optimistic though, Michael? Why are you you hoping it passes? I'm I'm saying I'm hearing that people are cautiously optimistic that it, that will, it pass. will pass. So they they that want it to pass. Union members. That officials in the players' union, and Ian is more connected than we are, so we need to let Ian answer this question. So I I think one thing that's very interesting is Eric Reed, who has been in the news the last couple of years for various reasons that have to not deal with football, had his uh, lawyers dive in and look at the CBA the way that it's currently written. And if you haven't seen it, go to his Twitter feed. I believe it's just Eric Reed. If you type in Eric Reed, it'll, it'll bring it up. And it, his lawyers uh, lay out the details and the bullet points of what's in this CBA and what's not. And the one thing that I think is going to happen, and I think it's all been turned on its head as the whole country has this mm-hmm. week, is with the current climate and uncertainty of what's going on with the economy and with the country – I think the CBA is going to pass. I think what has happened over this week has completely changed that. So while I I don't, under any circumstance, even if I was someone who liked this agreement from the owners, I don't understand how any agreement passes on its first chance. Mm. Why not come back and offer a counter to what has been offered from the owners? That's from a negotiation standpoint. I have never understood why you take the first deal. Yeah, what's the hurry? What I think it's... Well, in fairness, they did do that. They voted down the first deal and the owners sweetened it. 
Uh, and they're voting on, in a sense, a a, revi- a revision of the first thing, Very put slight. in front of the player representatives, at right, least. Right. Not in put in front of the membership. Right. The players' representatives held that back. So there is some of that. And I don't want to sound like I'm rooting for the owners or I think it should pass. Uh, I imagine there is... There's something in there that 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 is yeah. that is down the road nobody sees coming. That's that's going to be terrible for the players. But I I don't know what it is. And if, if for those who haven't known, Derek Wolf hates this deal. Mm-hmm. Um, he he is somebody who has told everyone to vote no. There are high name players and Russell Wilson, J.J. Watt, and Aaron Rodgers who have all said to vote no. But I think what has really changed the climate of this whole CBA for the players is what is going on right now in the country. And I think that's what's going to eventually lead most of the players. But whether it's a slim, I, I think it'll be very slim one way or the other. But I think at this point, I would lean toward it passing. Hmm. All right. So is, it, that, is that it, just because, if it, well, we better get something because we might get nothing? Is that the thought process? I, I think so. I, I, just because you'd have no idea what's going to be happening mm-hmm. with, with the economy. And I know that okay. it, it rebounded the stock market, which is not the economy, right. had a little bit of a rebound yesterday right. after President Trump's news conference. I just think that there's so much uncertainty that they don't want to add to it. So they're just going to be like, let's just get this and, and be done with it, because we have mm-hmm. no idea what's going to happen over the next oh. couple of weeks or months. Yeah, I think insecurity will play into votes that were cast late. A lot of votes were not cast late. That's true. Uh, and, and they asked for the right to re-vote because they were denied, so much yeah. has happened since then. But, you know, we'll, we'll, see, what, we'll see what happens uh, with all that. But if it does pass, that means that only one of the franchise tags, not the, uh, I guess the franchise tag still exists, but the other tag goes away. And that, that could change the free agency and the draft strategy. If you're the Broncos, what do you do? Well, obviously, we know that they uh, officially put the franchise tag on Justin Simmons. So whether it, it it becomes official or if it gets delayed, everyone in Broncos country has known that, that Justin Simmons wasn't going anywhere. And that might be a, a news alert to national <laughs> media members or people covering uh, other teams who think that Justin Simmons might not be a, might be available. Well, he's not. Um, the thing that makes it interesting is if the transition tag goes away, that makes a certain receiver in Dallas very appealing mm. to the Denver Broncos with Amari Cooper. Because I, I think if you compare him with Cortland Sutton and then you add Tim Patrick and Deshaun Hamilton, I still don't think that takes you out of the running for a, a burner receiver at 15, depending on if Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, CeeDee Lamb are there. Um, I, I I think that just opens up everything. If the transition tag goes away, that makes Amari Cooper very appealing for mm-hmm. John Elway and new offensive coordinator Pat Shermer to add him to Drew Locke in this offense. He's a terrific addition. But if I'm Dak Prescott and I have to use the franchise tag and there is no transition tag and I'm going to lose Amari Cooper as a result, I might take a little less money yep. to win. Yeah. And, and and let Amari have the franchise tag. Yep. <laughs> I might just do that. Yep. And then the other thing that I think I and those who have listened to my uh, MHR radio podcast with Adam Alnati for the last month and a half or so, I have been pounding the table to add guard Joe Thune. I think he is one of the best guards in football, and if you can pair him with Dalton Reisner, you then have an interior offensive line that has the makings to being one of the best in football. Hmm. Whether you go out and re-sign Connor McGovern or you add the 
what some have considered the best interior lineman in the draft with Ruiz from Michigan, put him at center. You're you're then having an offensive line, especially at guard, that is no longer a weakness anymore. Now, regardless of who's playing tackle, hopefully it's a healthy Jawan James. And I made this mm. joke, but he probably just injured himself hearing that. Yep. <laughs> you have right. you have a guard. You have guards now who well, can does play improve the quality of your tackle play, <laughs> and I think that's one thing to keep an eye on too. And then obviously defensive line. I think Mike Kliss. Uh, tweeted out or reported yesterday that they're going to spend big money on defensive line. So I and Chris so Jones, it, who I've I've told you guys, if he's not franchise tagged, go after Chris Jones. And he sent out a cryptic tweet about some quote about, uh, "I love you guys, but sometimes you have to move on." There was something to that effect. So I I would be very interested. And, about and Shelby, that. Shelby Harris is a goner. I think so. I think, and I and I think Derek Wolf is too. I think wow. the only the only the only Bronco back is going to be Justin Simmons. I think Will Parks. I, and as much as I love Will Parks, and I think he's valuable, I think you're coming into the point now where there's too many guys in the secondary, especially if they're going to bring in Prince of Mukamura, who I think they will they'll, they'll kick the tires on and, and see interest once the legal tampering period opens on Monday. Um, th- then you're running into a point where there's there's not enough spots and too many guys. So hmm. let me ask you this as we wrap up here. Um, I love love listening to podcasts, love hearing the Joe Tooney, uh, Tooney talk. Is there enough money in free agency to fill all of the needs and sign big free agent signings like Joe Tooney, like uh, uh, Chris, Chris Jones, if he's available? Adam, your partner, came up with DJ Reader to plug the middle. Is there enough room to sign two big linemen, one on each side of the ball? I absolutely think so, because as it currently stands now, even though the, the trade for A.J. Boye hasn't been official, it's for some reason his contract is official. So that takes the 12 million, it's about a 12 million to 13 million cap hit. So that makes it down to about 48 million. I worked with it. And if you release Joe Flacco, which I think they'll do, that frees up about 10 million. So you're getting closer to 60. So I absolutely think they have the money to do what they need to do. I, I think they need to top shelf shop. I think they need to stop bargain shopping. And I, I, I do think they have the, the, the capability and the money to do it. And I think when you look at the cap, not just this year, but going forward, they absolutely have the ability to do it and, and, and go all in. You have your quarterback now, so start filling it in. Start Start doing and filling in the pieces that you know you need and while getting top-of-the-shelf guys to do it. That would be big news. Uh, Broncos uh, go out and spend like when yeah. they got Ward and they got right. Ware and they, you know, the and they took days. the team up to a, uh, a new level. We yep. will be reading all of that eagerly all week long in Mile High Report. Uh, Ian St. Clair, follow me at Ian St. Clair at Mile High Report. Thank you, Ian. Thanks, Ian. And uh, Thanks, it's, it's another. Uh, that was normal sports it, it's talk. A that, was small, a, that was a normal sports segment. It's a small, cheery thing, yeah. but I think Denver will celebrate a holiday. Maybe it'll happen on St. Patrick's mm-hmm. Day when they do release Joe uh, Flacco. Yeah. How come Joe it hasn't Flacco. happened yet? How come it hasn't happened yet? <laughs> Coming up next, Ram Roundup. We explore with <laughs> Kelly Lyle of the Coloradan the coronavirus uh, fallout uh, effect on spring football, what they've done, what they still need to do whenever they continue. Spring games are being canceled elsewhere. We'll check in on all of that during Ram Roundup next.